could this be true of me? But none of these things move me. Neither count I my life dear unto myself. Acts 20, 24. It is easier to serve God without a vision, easier to work for God without a call, because when you are not bothered by what God requires, common sense is your guide. Veneered over with Christian sentiment, you will be more prosperous and successful, more leisure-hearted, if you never realize the call of God But if once you receive a commission from Jesus Christ, the memory of what God wants will always come like a goad. You will no longer be able to work for him on the common sense basis. What do I really count dear? If I have not been gripped by Jesus Christ, I will count service dear. Time given to God, dear. My life, dear, unto myself. Paul says he counted his life, dear, only in order that he might fulfill the ministry he had received. He refused to use his energy for anything other. Acts 20.24 states Paul's almost sublime annoyance at being asked to consider himself. He was absolutely indifferent to any consideration other than that of fulfilling the ministry he had received. Practical work may be a competitor against abandonment to God because practical work is based on this argument. Remember remember how useful you are here or think how much value you would be in that particular type of work. That attitude does not put Jesus Christ as the guide as to where we should go, but our judgment as to where we are of most use. Never consider whether you are of use, but ever consider that you are not your own, but His. But if once you receive a commission from Jesus Christ, the memory of what God wants will always come like a goad. In John 14, 26, Jesus says, But the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. I feel like Oswald uses the word goad because we tend to get lost in duty guided by our common sense. When that happens, the Holy Spirit will strike us. A goad is used to stimulate an animal into action through the sharp pain that it causes. 
I wanted to take a step back and talk about my past. When I was younger, I was always told to do things for the world, to please the world and myself, to get into practical common sense work so that I may be useful and find my own value in work. Most of all, the reason I was told these things was so that I could be successful and make good money and buy things that will bring me happiness. My heart was never fostered growing up in worldly things because my heart has always been one of ministry. I know now that my heart has always had the desire to find the ministry which Jesus has laid out for me and for me to serve God through that ministry. As a kid, up until more recent years, I always felt lost and that the things I was doing were empty. My friendships were empty and my purpose to live each day was not enough for me. It probably wasn't until this year I began to feel alive and that's because Jesus has worked long and hard on this heart of mine to bring it to a place of contrite for the past and with hope in him for the future. I feel I am getting more fluent and speaking love. At the end of Acts, in chapter 20, verse 35, Paul says, In all things I have shown you that by so toiling one must help the weak, remembering the words of the Lord Jesus. How he said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. What I have been noticing the last few days is how scripture tells us that we will have the memory of who Jesus is and what he has done in this world fall upon us as we progress with the Spirit. It is not our works as Christian individuals, but God's work as he uses us. There have been plenty of times recently where I feel like I am a different person. A feeling of lightness comes over me where I am not encumbered by the usual, and in those moments, I will say things to people in a way that is easy and uplifts them to escape their dilemma. This usually happens as I choose to be vulnerable and share things about myself, which lets the person I am speaking with know that they are not alone with their struggle. The more I practice, the easier it is for the conversation to give glory to Jesus. I find myself saying things that point to Jesus in a way that is warm and welcoming. Have you felt the conviction of the Spirit come upon you like a goad? If so, what did you do? Mm-hmm.